You've tuned into the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we highlight the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. So here's a question I'm getting now that I have this position. I've been there five weeks. All over Southeast Texas, people ask me, what's going on at Lamar? You know, we don't, we don't hear. We want to know what's going on at Lamar. And sometimes I'm overwhelmed to answer the question because there's so much going on. I mean, where do you start to talk about what's going on at Lamar? But what uh, something happened yesterday that I think everybody should know about, and that is we had an event in a new building at Lamar. It was the first event in this new building, and it is our science and technology building. It is the first academic building to be built on the campus Okay, hang on. Are you ready? In 50 years. How cool is that? So it's an 85,000 square foot space. Science and technology is going to take place there. It's mainly going to be used for research, and it has a large project instruction room upstairs that overlooks a greenhouse and just a beautiful, uh, spacious green space area with an amazing kinetic sculpture in front. It has seven instructional labs and 14 research labs. You know, Lamar University is a, a diverse research institution, and it's the university's mission to provide guidance and support to the university community for research, and so that's the purpose of this building. So different disciplines will come together and do research in this building. Uh, science and technology will also house faculty offices for five big research projects, and um and we don't know what these research projects will, but you will know as soon as I know. I'll make an announcement here. And there's a makerspace area where ideas will be created and tested and explored. It is fabulous. You just, I mean, I'm not, a, you know, that uh, hands-on kind of creative, crafty person, uh, but I was drawn to that space. The building will have several student-focused spaces, a lounge, several breakout areas, and small spaces where students can go and collaborate on projects and learn and, and grow and explore together and then there's a self-serve micro market which you know from my position I was kind of drawn to that too (laughs) it's uh on the honor system which I think is really cool go in and you can get something and then um and then pay and and go so it's it's really cool the grand opening is April 3rd but I wanted you to know about it first we had the women in philanthropy luncheon there yesterday which was a brainchild of our former first lady Nancy Evans and uh we talked about the um the art that is in the building and so in addition to this being a great research space it is also practically a museum. There is a 25 by 12 foot mosaic in the lobby, and that's kind of the centerpiece. But there are 11 pieces of uh, art by world-renowned artists throughout the building. And so, and then in the, in the front, a sculpture. So it is really a beautiful place and just uh, something that everyone in Southeast Texas should be proud of, this new science and technology building on the Lamar University campus. Okay, I need to mention, too, that uh, our dorms have been renovated just going back to the theme of what's going on at Lamar. Our dorms have been renovated and uh, our classrooms are being renovated slowly but surely. We're kind of redoing some of the classrooms. I was in some of the the um, Galloway building, which is our business school. I was in some of those um, uh, classrooms and they are absolutely gorgeous what's going on in those buildings. And, and it all goes with our new quad, which is the quadrangle outside of the um, Setzer Center. The Setzer Center has been 
renovated and that is the hub of student activity. Absolutely gorgeous. My favorite part, let me just tell you, my favorite part of the Setzer Center is a second story balcony that looks out with rocking chairs over the quadrangle. Just want to go and hang out there. Cool things going on at Lamar. The facilities are great, but the people are even better. Just this week, our Dr. Liv Hasselbach was named Engineer of the Year by the Texas Society of Professional Engineers, Sabine Chapter. She is Lamar University's Chair and Professor of Civil and Environmental Engineering, and she was selected based on her experience, published works, involvement in the community, and her involvement in professional organizations. So that's really cool, and we congratulate Dr. Hasselbach. She was um, educated at Cornell and UC Berkeley, and she's now here at Lamar University. So uh, we're excited to have her and congratulate her. And also a poetry collection published by Lamar University's Literary Press won the Texas Philosophical Society Poetry Award for 2018. The book passed Purgatory, A Distant Paradise by Dan Williams was uh, was the winner. So we're excited about that. Lamar is getting recognition in many, many areas. And so we just want to celebrate anytime we get uh, acknowledgments and awards. We're going to talk about it here. So still, there's more. There's more going on at Lamar University. And here to tell us about some great things happening in and around the LU campus is Norman Ballard. He's LU's Assistant to the President for Community Relations and Chair of a very exciting and significant partnership that just, I mean, I feel like you just got started. Thanks for being here, Mr. Ballard. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me, Shelley. I feel like you guys just got started with the partnership, and I'm going to let you, you say it, and you announce it, and you talk about its mission. Um, but you've already done so much. Well, well, thank you so much. It it seems like uh, it was just yesterday that we, we embarked on this uh, very worthwhile endeavor, uh, and it was the it was the brainchild of our leader, uh, President Kenneth Evans. Uh, but next month, March of nineteen, will be four years. Four years. Four years since, since we the started. inaugural meeting in March of fifteen of the South Park, South Park Neighborhood, Neighborhood Partnership Park. Committee. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a five member committee uh, that President Evans appointed. Uh, it was primarily uh, campus uh, faculty, staff, other administrators. Why? Why? Why do this? What's the, what's the importance of this? It, it, it was it was something very simple. Why not? Because uh, that that was our that's our immediate um, neighborhood. That's where we live. That's where we live, work, and play. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just to go back to 1923, which we're coming up on the centennial in a few years. That's right. Uh, we began at South Park Junior College. Uh, so over the years, what has happened, and uh, I've been a native of Beaumont since 1972. <laughs> You've been a native since 72. <laughs> There's a story, um, folks. We'll have to get to that story another time. <laughs> <laughs> Came here from, uh, from Dallas. But anyway, South Park and I'm probably preaching to the choir, but South Park was one of the more prominent neighborhoods in Beaumont. Yeah. And what and what happened over the years, um, property owners moved on, moved out, uh, deteriorated. The town grew in another way. E- exactly. Right. Exactly. And we, we're seeing that happening even now. People are moving out further from West End and beyond. Yeah. I think uh, Beaumont is going to be about maybe 40 or 50 miles from Houston. I'm thinking so, too. <laughs> As each of us, you know. Expand they, toward they, Big Yeah, City, they come yeah. east and we go west. <laughs> but, right. but we began this uh, on campus with five members, uh, Twala Baker, Vicki McNeil, uh, Brian Sattler, and uh, Hector Flores. Yes. 
and then we we began to uh, brainstorm and try to initial uh, engage the community. So we tried to identify spheres of influence within the community. And uh, since I was the most senior member from Beaumont, uh, we identified seven members uh, throughout the community, not only South Park, that would help us uh, move forward. So we went from five on campus, a total of 12, including the seven off campus, and today we have 53 wow. members. Wow. Uh, we meet uh, once a month. There's always the second Wednesday of each month. Uh, usually it's on the eighth floor of the library. We only meet for one hour. But we uh, we came up with a, a tagline, uh, rebuild, reimagine, revitalize. Revitalization is our ultimate goal. In the uh, neighborhood. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Bring it uh, back. Yes. And, you know, the, the, uh, the current status of the South Park neighborhoods didn't happen overnight. Right. Neither will we get to our ultimate goal of revitalization overnight. But to your point, Shelley, and I appreciate uh, uh, those compliments, um, we just keep putting one foot in front of the other, but we, we, we focused on, first and foremost, safety and security. And that's very important, not only for our Lamar University uh, campus, faculty, staff, students, but our neighborhood residents living well, in South Park. And that's just it. It feels like that you guys have um, established some goals that both the, the residents of South Park and Lamar agree are, are priorities. And, and safety was, was certainly one of those. I mean, we have incredible families living and trying to raise their children in a neighborhood that become, had become unsafe. Sure. So, so that was first and foremost. And Chief Flores and his staff initially went out. And they just patrolled the neighborhood, and we took pictures. And there was a 70-page report wow. that President Evans, myself, and Hector Flores presented to city administrators. And, and the focus of that was uh, dilapidated structures. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and the city has been a great partner of our committee working with them. And today we have about 80% of those buildings. Not all of them have been dilapidated, uh, deemed unsafe. Um, but residents have, owners have taken some pride and gone back in and addressed the substandards. That's so perfect. We're, so we're definitely moving in the right direction. That's perfect. And the residents have been responsive. Have been responsive. Yes. Correct? Uh, I mean. that's a That was a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we're, we're currently trying to engage the community. Um, we, we have an annual event. Uh, we're going to be doing that annual event uh, in April, and we call it a day in the park. And uh, we've had over a thousand participants come out at a day in the park. We have that's good response. We we have yeah. uh, uh, live music. We have free food. We have games and activities for the kids. We have informational booths. Uh, there's a jazz band. There's a Jimmy Simmons band, and there's a Hispanic band. Sounds great. And, and if I may, let me go back to our Hispanic community. Peach MacArthur Elementary School, and many people may not know these statistics, but within within BISD, Peach MacArthur is the third largest school from an enrollment standpoint in the district. And that's right there in South Park. Right on on Holland Avenue. Yes. Uh, Only two other schools are larger in enrollment. Wow. And that's Westbrook and United. Oh, the high schools. I'm also told that Peach MacArthur, if not the largest, it is one of the top three largest elementary schools in Southeast Texas. Wow. And growing. So 
here's a, here's a byproduct of our efforts and results. The principal, Audrey Collins at uh, Peachmaker Arthur, tells us that she's beginning to get inquiries from families across the city of Boma inquiring that if they move their family into mm. the South Park community and I bought a home, I rent a home, at least a home on this street, am I in your zone? Isn't that fabulous? So uh, the enrollment is, is headed in the right direction. And of those approximately 1,000 students at Peach MacArthur, over 40% of them are Hispanic. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's great. Yeah. Fabulous. So, so, and you guys have done. Uh, you've you increased the safety. Mm-hmm. You're making people proud of their neighborhood. Yes. You're engaging in an annual event, but you've got a community garden going on, and you've just you've got some other initiatives going on that everybody can agree are good for Lamar, but also good for the entire Southeast Texas community, really. And that's because you're bringing people together. And that's the goal. And we began when we focused on South Park. But we're starting to get inquiries, excuse me, inquiries from across the city in other sectors, north end, south end, para-archid communities, because they're starting to hear about the efforts and results within South Park. So there'll be some duplication right. uh, moving forward, uh, and we, and we and embrace you, that. Absolutely. That's flattery, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's when you, you go, well, hey, this is a, a successful venture. Well, it's just, it's a wonderful story, and it's, um, it's exciting because it's it's for the next generation. Of course, I mean we're really we're really um, bringing that next generation in and uh, improving the community there. And so I, we applaud your efforts and we're excited. It's it's a passion. Yeah, and, yeah, I can uh, tell the the members on our committee. It's. It's a contagious passion. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. We, we embrace that. If you need us to do anything, you're going to let us know. If you need the community out there to do anything, you're going to let us know. Yes, by all, right. all means. But we will continue to embrace our, uh, our community, not only South Park, but Beaumont, Texas. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having I me. I know you're busy. And welcome to Lamar. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be there. Okay, you know, Lamar offers many, many things and impacts the community in so many ways. And one of the ways is with cultural events. And I've got Rick Condit. Uh, he's an associate professor of music and teaches saxophone and jazz studies at Lamar University. They're having a jazz concert. And I love the focus of this concert. Mr. Condit, thank you so much for being here. It's March 5th. And uh, this is something I bet the kids are excited about. Tell me, tell me the title. I'll let you tell the title. <laughs> the students are in, excited about it because it's something that they're very familiar with. You know, we present concerts throughout the semester, and I'd just like to mention we have a number of wonderful concert organizations in the music department, uh, but I'm here to just talk about one of them, and I thank you for the opportunity. Um, our Cardinal Jazz Orchestra presents uh, two or three concerts throughout the uh, each semester. Uh, normally, they present music that is historically important and we're trying to uh, you know build a, a an audience of people that understand and appreciate jazz music it is a national art form it was designated by the congress as a national treasure wow. uh, but this particular yeah. concert is is really breaking new ground for us because it is very current and very contemporary we're inviting a guest artist from new york by the name of Kyle Athade. He's a composer and a musician and educator, Uh, went to the Juilliard School of Music and Manhattan School of Music, wrote a a title piece for the Manhattan School of Music uh, Afro-Cuban Jazz Orchestra that was nominated for a Grammy uh, two years ago. But Mm. what Kyle has done is take uh, music from video games and anime 
and arranged it for jazz orchestra, for jazz big band. And that's never been done before. Well, uh, not that I'm aware of, and it's very, very uh, popular. The students are so excited about it. I can only imagine, yeah. And so, for example, uh, you know, Super Mario Brothers and uh, some of these other uh, video games, uh, Street Fighter 2, and, you know. How progressive of you to allow this into your... Well, so great. It, right. And uh, <laughs> was it hard? But, but the music, well, I found it on the uh, actually someone told me about it. Hey, look at this. On, and it's on YouTube. And it's, uh, it's his music. On he's YouTube. recorded an album of this music. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it's it's very exciting. The students are really, really excited about it. Uh, well, and to them, like you said, you're trying to play music that's historically, you know, relevant or important. To them, this is, right? This is their history. I mean, this is what our, our children are doing. Sure. And when they're playing those video games online, they're hearing that music continuously. That's and, right. And some of that's those right. themes, as, as I mentioned, have become very, very uh, recognizable. Um, do you want to mention the time and date and place Yes, and yes, everything? yes, please do. Sure. It's on March the 5th, which is a Tuesday night, uh, two weeks from yesterday. Okay. At 7.30 in our uh, beautiful Rothwell uh, Recital Hall on campus in the Jimmy Simmons Music Building. Perfect. And it is free, and it begins at 7.30, and we're expecting a pretty large crowd. It's a small, intimate room. I, we love playing in there because it's it's almost like being in a jazz club. The you know, you're, you're so up great. close and personal. You get to right. see the musicians and hear them breathe, and it's... And we will have, uh, th- again, thanks to the technology in that building that was completed just a few years ago in our renovation, we have the capability to stream it into the next room, which is our band hall. So we'll have overflow seating. So into the band it hall. It is free, and there'll be room for everybody. Well, that's what's so great. I mean, not only do we offer these um, very, uh, you know, cutting-edge type cultural events like you're doing, um, but they're free. And so everybody in the community is invited, and you don't have to pay anything. It is a jazz concert, Video Gamer Jazz, March 5th, 730, Rothwell Recital Hall. That's correct. Parking's just right there out in front, not hard. Or behind, right. Or, yeah, or there's behind. Plenty there's there's plenty there. of parking. Yeah. So we invite people to come out. Well, um, appreciate the information and look forward to that. I think you're going to get students on campus to come, but I think you're going to get folks from the community too who just love that music. I hope so. Yeah. They're welcome. And, and it's going to be fun too because the, the students are going to enjoy playing it, which makes it even better, I'm sure. So thank you very much for that information. Let me tell you a few other things that are going on on our Lamar University campus this next week, February 26, 6 p.m. Lamar Baseball uh, is playing at Houston. And, um, I don't know if you you know this or not, but our uh, our baseball field has been renovated and we have new turf and we have a logo that you've got to come and see. You can see it from the moon. It is so big. February 26, 630, Meet the Firms. This is uh, going to be on campus for the students. It's a kind of a career festival. And then also the 26, 730, Collage Music Fundraiser. We're going to highlight our large ensemble, small chamber groups, and a variety of student and faculty performers. And it is a fundraiser that tickets are $25 and this is going to be uh, of course at the Mary Morgan Moore Department of Music. I think that's going to be in the uh, studio theater. Is that where that's taking place? It'll be or in the main theater. It'll yes, be in the, the main university theater. theater yeah. University theater. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Okay on the 27th at 7 p.m. we have men's basketball. They're going to play Houston Baptist and then on the 28th 5 30 p.m. an art lecture. Art, media, and the digital dumpster fire. That's very very interesting. We're going to have the founder of the Texas Online Art Magazine Glass Tire to speak, uh, Rainy 
Knudsen. So she's going to tell us all about the origins of that magazine and uh, be very interesting in the Dishman Art Museum beginning at 530. Admission to this lecture is free and open to the public. So much going on at Lamar University. Like I said, I get overwhelmed. Don't, don't want you to try to break it down for you here each week. Thanks for listening to the LU Moment. Have a great week. Talk to you later.